Hello, everybody, and welcome to Man Up, the men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson, and sitting a long way off in Estonia is the irrepressible Tommy Danqua. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, my friends? Well, I'm good. I mean, we've had sort of, again, I don't want this podcast to turn into another weather report because we seem to be a little bit (laughs) obsessed with the weather. But um, yeah, we've had a lot of snow here. And let me tell you something, you know, you're (laughs) always ribbing me about it being nothing like how cold or snowy it is in Estonia. Well, yesterday we had, right, in Aberdeen, uh, granted it was in a different country. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) That's like me going, right, well, we had, we had in uh, a Lapland. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. It's still part of the UK. Only just, only just. But um, we had minus 23 yesterday in Aberdeen. Are you serious? I am serious. And in London, we had about minus 10. So, you know, it is, uh, we're getting there. I mean, we're not on the same level as you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's quite cold. That's quite chilly. It's a heat wave over here, mate. But, you know, that's cute. (laughs) So what's uh, what's been happening over there? How's how's things? All all good? Yes, all good. I am, well, actually, funnily enough, today I am... in, uh, I've been turfed out of my studio again. I've told you that my wife has commandeered my studio and turned it into her full-time office. So I'm actually downstairs in my front room. I've made a little makeshift studio down here. It's really quite comfortable. I'm on my sofa, got a cup of tea, you know, everything laid out on the coffee table. And it's actually really nice. I'm quite enjoying it. Um, I have been a bit anxious today because I've got, an, I've got a poorly child at home. He's got a bit of a temperature. So he's in the oh. room, the next room. And uh, as you, well, you know, you've met him, little Sonny. He's a complete oh. reprobate. So I'm, I'm quite concerned that we we're probably at some point going to have a gate crasher in a, <laughs> on our podcast today. I've, although I've prepped him that, you know, what an emergency is and what an emergency is not. <laughs> well, you know what, though, you know, because we're desperate for, for listeners. If he does gate crash, you know, we could use that little <laughs> bit. Try and make it go viral. So, like, I don't know if you can sort of get a little message to him to actually do it. That would be amazing, you know. And oh my God, you you ham it up a bit. You don't want him on the podcast. You know he won't disappear. Complete mess. He's just like his father, just like me. Oh, well, I tell you, I tell you what. Um, now, so so I've done something quite radical. Uh, this this week I started something quite radical. Um, and this is. It's not to do with the weather or anything like that. It is to do with mental health. So, okay. So, so you know uh, this book um, that we've been sort of chatting about about amongst our little sort of group, uh, um, breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Have, I, have you you've heard about that book? Yeah. Yeah, you've been you've been talking about it quite a lot, haven't you? A few of the few of the guys are listening to. Oh, sorry, listening to it. A few of the guys are reading it. Yeah. Yeah, well, so so um, I decided because because you know I've had a few ups and downs this year. You know, January has been a bit of a shit show for me, sort of mentally, and and um, you know the IBS has come back a little bit. So physically, it's been a bit of a nightmare as as well. So I've decided to shake things up a bit, and um, so I'd read this book before, but I stopped uh at the point where you do the sort of practical side of things because it's quite involved and it's and it's quite an undertaking but this week i actually started the sort of practical side of things and and what you're doing um over four weeks is you're gradually building up to um 
break the habit of being yourself. So, so you're, you're, you're literally looking at your, you're holding a mirror up to your soul. You're holding a mirror up to your subconscious, really like digging deep and getting it out in the open, banishing it and then trying to create, you know, a, 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 like a different way of, way of thinking. And as a consequence of that, you know, it affects your, your body and, and, you know, hopefully it will be a, a sort of, um, a, a sort of new beginning really. So I'm at the, um, at the start of it, there's a half hour meditation. So, um, you know, I'm used to med- meditating. So I'm mm-hmm. doing like the sort of half hour meditation every day at the moment, but I'm just doing the notes for the next bit, which is something that's really, uh, quite, it's quite uncomfortable, you know, like it asks you some really soul searching questions. So, uh, last night when I was writing stuff down, you know, and all stuff, that I didn't like about myself. It was, uh, mm. it, it was, it was quite a, it's quite an eye opener, quite tough, but, but I'm going to stick with it. So, so yeah. Do yeah. You know what? It, that sounds amazing, but it's true though. When you actually are honest with yourself, when you're really honest and I think, you know, it, it sort of takes me back to when I was doing the energy healing, what you're saying and some of the questions that were asked and I really had to, you know, be, hundred percent honest. And actually some of the th- honesty that was coming out were things I didn't even know. I wasn't even aware of it. So it is challenging. Actually it's quite exhausting though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, um, Joe Dispenza says, you know, like we're often not aware of, uh, aware of it. You know, th- this is stuff that we've been carrying around for, for, for years, often decades, you know, even right, right back to our, our childhoods. Um, this, the, these, these negative ways of, of thinking become habits and then they, from habits, they become behaviors and from behaviors, they become part of your personality and they become part of your personality for no good reason. You know, they're like, it's, it's, it's just, it's a, like a habit that's become part of you subconsciously. And you think you can't do something, anything about it. You know, I remember my um, brother once saying to me, Oh, I'm just an angry person, you know, but, yeah, you can you can rewire your brain. I mean, it's it's I think it's it's tough, you know, and it's easy for people to say, oh, you know, you can change your mindset. But what Joe Dispenza is saying is you can change your mindset. That's fine. But you'll probably go back to your normal way way of thinking at some point. What you've got to do is change your your body um, on a subconscious level to reject those ways of thinking. And that will be a lot more sort of long term, you know. So uh, reprogramming a computer, isn't it? You know, new new uploads for yourself. For, for, for sure, for sure. So so anyway, um, I listeners, I will um, I, I will sort of carry on with this, and um, we'll see how it goes. Oh, go look at that! We're looking forward to next week for the update, mate. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, now, now. Enough of us rambling on to each other. We, this week, we have a guest and we have a genuine mental health superstar. Um, He is known as (laughs) the Naked Professor. Uh, He is a life coach, he's a podcaster, he's an NLP practitioner, he's a meditation teacher, he's a writer, he's a a logo therapist. I have no idea what a logo therapist is, so I'll (laughs) ask him that. Um, He's a mental health advocate. And he's an all-round good egg. So, ladies and gentlemen, this week our guest is Ben Bidwell. 
I've been sitting here trying not to laugh. It's like, do I need to put myself on mute while I'm listening? It was beautiful. <laughs> I'm, um, uh, I loved everything you said there. I'm fascinated by Joe Dispenza's work and wow, what an intro. So um, thank you. Mate, welcome to the show. It's been, um, it's been a while. It's been a while. We've, uh, we've, we've thought about this for a while trying to get you on. So now you're here. It's amazing. Can I just say, um, well, I need to ask you a question before we start a few questions. First of all, how is Mr. Duck? <laughs> Do you know what? Mr. Mr. Duck is sitting sort of calmly in the background at the moment because um, I don't know. I just had a bit of a change of feel. I think, I think, oh, that's, a, do you know what? It's probably going into a really deep question, actually. Um, okay. and, 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 and do you want me to answer it fully? Or do, oh, do, do, it, do it. That's what we're here. We're for honesty. We're all for honesty. I think it's just a bit of a, it's a branding exercise, really. Like for me, I, I want to show up and, and show that a man can be kind of strong and tough and a leader and courageous, but also be soft and sensitive and emotional and kind, you yeah. know, and I want to express all of who I am. And, and um, I, I kind of thought Mr. Duck could sit in the space with me and, and show that there's a soft, sensitive side of me. Um, but actually looking at my brand, I kind of feel like I'm always showing up with my softness and my sensitivity. And it's more actually for me in focus at the moment is is actually stepping up in the other in the masculine side of my of me as well and showing that side more than the soft sensitive side if that makes any sense. I've kind of you know let, let him do his thing in the background at the moment. I'm, that's that's definitely part of me, but I want to um, step a little bit more into my warrior energy at the moment. If that You're makes evolving. Any sense. Yeah, it makes complete sense. You're evolving. Um, just all right. We obviously Andy gave you an amazing intro. Andy, that was wicked, by the way. I couldn't have done better myself. But you forgot to add a few things. How tall are you? Sorry, uh, we need to know Ben. How tall are you? Uh, I'm six six. Six foot six. Yeah, yeah. All right. Do you know what? I've had enough of this. All right. <laughs> all the good things Andy said about you. Also, he's six foot six. He's got the body of a Greek god. He's got long flowing hair. He's in touch with his emotions and he's got his stuff together. That's not fair, mate. That's not fair. <laughs> what a chance did the rest of us have? Andy, how tall are you? <laughs> are you trying to make me feel inadequate here? I'm, I'm, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like, I like the way we're onto the we're we're onto the really important stuff. You know, how, how's your rubber ducky? Um, <laughs> um, I'm 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 a mere five foot nine. I'm tiny. I'm t- I'm like. But you've got a full well, head of hair, mate. You've got a full head of hair, which is, you know, more than what I've got. I'm receding. So, you know, I'm feeling, yeah. uh, you know, I'm feeling very uncomfortable now. <laughs> what, uh, what I feel like saying at the moment is that definitely at five foot nine, I know when you walk into a shop, you can find it much easier to buy some, some um, trousers than I do. I'm, I'm limited <laughs> to a very select bunch. So that's an immediate start. And I promise you when you sit on an aeroplane, you have a much more comfortable time than me. Yeah. Um, and whenever I sit down at the cinema or anywhere, I always kind of look over my shoulder. I'm like, oh, God, the person behind me hates me already. You know, it's, it's, not, all, it's not all good, I promise. Well, sit at the back then. Sit at the back. <laughs> what, what if I don't want to sit at the back? Exactly. <laughs> Please. <laughs> all right, all right. I've, I've goofed around enough. Shall we get into this, gentlemen? Yes. I'm ready. Yes, yeah. I thought yeah, we were well, already well, into it. <laughs> Um, so, so okay, I'm going to get the obvious question out of the way. Okay, why the naked professor? Um, well, I guess that was a bit of a brand exercise as well, um, if I'm honest. You know, I, I, when I started that, it was at a time on Instagram when everyone had some kind of catchy, playful name. Um, and 
kind of looked at how I wanted to show up and how I want the person I wanted to be. And it was, it was all about vulnerability. It was all about bearing your soul and letting yourself be seen and removing the masks and all these kind of cliches that I was, I was kind of reading about, but also buying into, you know, that was, that was who I was, I was being and, and the journey I was on. And, um, you know, I knew I, I, I knew that the internet was a noisy, noisy place, and it's it's difficult for, for for people to stand out. And I just added all this stuff together, and I just, you know, in terms of who I wanted to be, and it just came out that the Naked Professor felt right, and that the USP, I guess, to that was that I'd have a better chance of of reaching people, of of kind of standing out, of bringing something unique to the table if I brought some imagery that could represent the words that I wanted to share, and it all just married together and and I had this perspective of capturing these images of me without any clothes on, you know, completely raw, naked, if you like, removing the masks, burying my soul, however you want to see it. And in these iconic locations where people would be like, whoa, what, what, what the hell's going on there? How's he done that? Or what's that about? Why is he doing this? And just to capture a bit of attention, capture a bit of imagination and to empower the words that I wanted to share, which um, as I say, we're embodying this, this theme of, of being naked, you know, being vulnerable. So I just kind of pieced it all together, married it all up. And it, 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 there is one little backstory that I'll give to it. Um, about a year before I'd been in Yosemite National National Park in America, which is just the most beautiful, beautiful place in nature. It's most powerful. And I was with a friend of mine um, and um, we're in this beautiful water, we did this hike and we're in this beautiful waterfall that was this all and powerful, all encompassing uh, valley. And both of us, boys being boys, took off our clothes and like gazed into the distance and had like this kind of sort of artistic slash stupid slash cheeky kind of, you know, image of kind of being at one at nature and kind of, you know, just sort of nature at its finest, if you like. I don't know. And um, anyway, I, I posted that picture on my on my personal Instagram. And obviously, you know, there was a lot more engagement around that and a lot more laughs and kind of some people thought we were stupid some people thought we were funny some people were like that's a really great photo you know but whatever it was people were noticing it more than what I had for breakfast yeah. so um that was already kind of that was something that was already there and I just um yeah I pieced it together and 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 the next thing I knew it's the naked professor if I'm honest right now I'd, I I I feel more like Ben Bidwell than the naked professor um mm. it kind of but it's part of my story it's part of my journey and and you know that's that's um that's where it is i guess <laughs> for, for sure i mean you know if J, if jamie oliver can start off as a, as a naked chef you know no one no one really sort of calls him that anymore do they but he's you know um i love that example I've... yeah exactly um so your mental health journey i mean you you haven't had a sort of proper sort of um you know classic affliction like depression or or anything like that but what you have had is a sort of um uh, a real sort of light bulb moment and a complete change of outlook in in life after being uh, unhappy for many years in in the in the tech industry so so can you just sort of explain to us how that came about that sort of about turn in your life yeah for sure um and i think the, the more i look at it you know there was a there was a mental health challenge there but i just didn't see it that way um, in that for me, it was really, it was all about emptiness. You know, I, I was living and I was doing stuff and I was ticking the boxes, but I never felt alive. You know, I always felt the question was always there for me. It's like, there's got to be more to this. And in, in so many ways that I, I was showing up, you know, the, the, the empty relationships that I was having, that the, the work that I was doing, um, just my day-to-day existence, it, it felt like there, there was more somewhere. 
Um, and I never thought of that as, as you know, a mental health challenge. I just thought of the game of life. Like I need to, you know, I need to get a better job and I need to get better girls. I need to go to more parties because that's who I am and that's what I love to do. Um, but the reality was, I think from seeing life as a game, I was just playing it wrong, you know, and, and, and I don't blame myself because I didn't know the rules. Um, I was I was following society's path for who, I, who who it told me I should be as a man and as a person, as a human being. And I wasn't following my own heart. I didn't even know what my own heart, the message was inside my own heart. I didn't know who I was meant to be. Um, I didn't know my own values. I just knew what, what I was meant to be. So, you know, I think, and I actually think that's a really common mental health problem that so many of us do have. Um, we're being someone that we weren't meant to be. We're being who we're told to be. So that was kind of my path. And if I'm honest with you, I, I, I probably would have kept going and, and just trying to tick the boxes and being the person I thought I was meant to be. But the one thing that, that I, I really wanted to change, that, that kind of was like, this is a, a physical problem, um, was, was my challenge around sex, where I always, I always struggled to orgasm from the age of 18. That was, that was my experience of sex. Um, and it was always a bit of a laugh, you know, in my 20s at uni, it was kind of, you know, my friends called it the gift. You know, most men talk about it being the other, the other way around. They're like, how do you do that? Um, and uh, it kind of, you know, it worked in many ways. And there were, I guess there are a bit more lad points, you know, in, in, in being able to, to, to stick things out and put in a performance and all this kind of stuff. So whether I created that subconsciously, well, I'm sure I did one way or the other, but whatever the reason is, um, I think there are probably many of them. But um, it was only that, that at the age of 30 where I was like, do you know what? You know, like, I, I want to change that. I don't want to be in, in, a, in, a, in a sexually unfulfilling relationship. I want to experience, you know, more fulfillment in that area. I want to have a family one day. I'm fed up with, with, with this situation of sex. So it was that that led me. I actually started working with a hypnotherapist and I thought she was going to turn me into a sex guru rather than uncover my emotions and lead me on a, on a vulnerable path to finding myself. Um, as, I, as I've now discovered it was, but bit by bit, I just went on this journey with her thinking she was going to help me with solve my sex problem. Um, and that was, that was my uncovering. That was my journey and age 30, I'm 39 now. And, and bit by bit, it's just been a beautiful thing, challenging, difficult, and, you know, a lot of rejection from society, a lot of question marks, a lot of misunderstandings and, um, friendship changes and stuff like that, but, uh, uh coming home to who I really am. And, that feels great to me. That's amazing. That's amazing. Do you know what? I love it because, you know, you, you speak about vulnerability, you know, naked. And I think a lot of what you said, you know, in the first sort of 10 minutes has been about evolution. So, I mean, what, what do you think the role is, you know, for men nowadays in the 2020s? Like, how can we be more positive? How can we grow? What, you know, and, you know what is our role in society? How is it changing? Put simply, for me, the more I, I dig into this, the, our, our role is to be all of who we can be as a man. And, and I'd say the same to women as well. And that's to let go of the stigmas, to let go of the, the, the principles that tell us we need to be this and we need to be that. Um, I feel like we're, we're being told to always do, always, you know, what's our success based on? It's nothing about how we feel. It's about what we achieve. And I think that leads us down unhealthy paths and we lose who we are and we lose this we become disconnected to both ourselves and others we stop loving ourselves we stop loving or having the ability to love deeply with others and connections are lost and all this stuff and in that space we go searching and we go chasing and we look for things that can give us some kind of gratification and 
a lot of the time that gratification is is unhealthy. You know, we 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 find fixes and gambling or sex or drugs or alcohol or aggression, violence, being part of a tribe, um, a gang, perhaps. You know, all these things, um, and we think that 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 that's who we are. Um, when in reality, for me, it's just we've lost connection with who we are actually as a human being. And my my perspective on it, in terms of who a man should be, is just to allow ourselves to to be all of who we are. And for me, that's there's many facets. It's it's being strong but also soft. It's being tough but also loving. It's being uh, assertive but also the ability to, to surrender. Um, it's all these different cliches that we need in different times. Um, sometimes we need to be a leader. Sometimes we need to be courageous. But other times we need to stop, stop and listen and soften. And that is being a man for me. It's not pigeonholing ourselves and who we're meant to be. It's tapping into our heart, going back into our truth and allowing that to come through. Who are we really underneath it all? Wow. As, 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 a, as, a, as a side thing to that, because we, we might be doing a podcast. I mean, me and Tommy are sort of like debating this, but there's someone who wants to speak to us about um, whether men can be feminists or not. I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Uh, I, I know it's a bit of a sort of side issue, but what do, what do you think about that? No, I, I um, I'm gonna, it's a quick story on this. I, I was on I was on the radio once live, and um, they asked me if I was a feminist, and I didn't understand at this point the true on the true perspective of what a feminist is, and it, and it forced me to go away and really look into it, because um, I kind of blabbed my way around it, blabbered my way around it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've learned I'm a feminist because fem, feminists just seek equality, um, and I believe. I mean, I could really go deep into this one as well. I'm sorry because we're not going to do very well getting through lots of questions at this rate, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I think we live in a world that um, rewards the masculine energy more than the feminine. So the masculine is about doing. And that's, that's the masculine energy rather than men um, and the feminine energy rather than women. We all have masculine and feminine energies inside of us. But the masculine energy is all about doing and achieving and leading and courage um, and bravery. And um, uh that's what's rewarded in society. You know, it's, we're not we're not asked how we feel. We're, we're we're judged on what we do, you know, and we judge ourselves on what we do, not how we feel. And um, for, like the way that the capitalist world is, it's going to a different story. But we are. It's all about doing. And for me, that that all this is it's actually we're the ones how, we're the ones who feel what we feel. We're the ones who live with how we feel. And we need to slip back into being human beings rather than human doings, you know, and, and, and allowing back in things like actual, real, authentic connections, feeling each other, you know, being part of a, a, a real meaningful relationships, um, which requires us to soften, which requires us to let ourselves be seen at a deeper level. All this kind of stuff that is the balance of who we are as a human being. You know, yes, we've got to do, but we've also got to be because how we feel matters. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think we live in a world that the values, the masculine energy a lot more than the, the feminine energy. And for me, we've got that wrong. I mean, he's put a lot more emphasis on how we feel. And I'm, I'm all for equality in every respect, equality for, 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 every, for, for classes, for races, for, for men and women, um, in every respect, by the way, because there's many ways that men are oppressed. Um, uh, and just a removal of really stigmas and, and, and categories and just allow people to be more without judgment 
to express who they are and without there being right and wrongs as such obviously there are, there there are have to be an element of right and wrong you know there are laws in place that do protect us all which which matter but in terms of expressing the person that we are authentically and accepting that we're all different in our, in our own beautiful ways and some men will be more feminine and some women will be more masculine and all of that is good and welcome love it I love you know what you you mentioned authentic again um and obviously all over your website and stuff you talk about authentic purpose how how do we find our authentic purpose and what is it how would you describe somebody who was you know wondering or looking searching yeah um it's a beautiful question and i i'm i'm going to use a strange analogy um but i think <laughs> i don't know whether this is right or not but anyway we'll go with it um um i look at dogs and i love i think there's so much to learn from dogs because they're so in their heart they're so they are so authentic right i think we, we we can all agree dogs are incredibly authentic a bit like children you know they don't have an agenda they just be what they are and they show you and we love that in them you know we love the fact that they just be who they are but as human beings we're so um caught up in our heads of who we should be and all this, this rhetoric that goes on in this voice that tells us all this stuff that we listen to and it takes us away from our hearts you know our our thoughts in our head are very different to the, the, the love in our heart, the truth in our heart, the authentic energy in our heart. The more we think, the harder it is for us to hear our truth. And dogs just just really attached to the present moment. You know that they're, they're there. They're just very connected to, to to what's right, to what they feel in that moment. And dogs don't have a purpose. They aren't. They aren't. They don't um, define themselves by what they've achieved that day, or what's what what they've achieved in their life, or or the, the path that they're on. They just show up every day authentically with love and they let people in and, and they connect and they see other dogs and they either love them or they play or they do whatever without thought, just what feels right. And at the end of their life, they've just lived the beautiful life that, where they've played and they just lived every day in every moment and just been present. I think we've got really fixated on this, who we should be and the impact we're meant to have and what's my calling and all this stuff. And perhaps at a really simple level, it's just to show up every day with presence and to come from a place of love and to experience connection, um, to let people in, to, to allow ourselves to fail, to allow ourselves to express ourselves in, in what feels right, whether we're good at it or bad at it, but just to be free and to enjoy each day that we live and to go on this journey. And of course, there has to be a balance. We have to earn money as well. That, that's the way the world is. But to find that healthy balance of authentic self-expression and authentic connections with people that matter rather than this is what I did and the impact I had. Um, because I really believe if we show up in that way, we will have impact and we will have purpose. It's just, it's not, it's not defined or, or a set goal. It's just in every day and things evolve naturally out of that place. Oh man. I, I, I love that. I mean, I'm, I'm, people who know me know that I'm, I'm obsessed with dogs. You know, I, I, I used to go to the, um, the discovered dogs show um, in, in Earl's court just to stroke, all the different breeds of dog from around the world, you know, and I'm never happiest when I came home after that day of just stroking dogs all day. And um, mm. my friends have got this new puppy and um, it's just, just the joy. I mean, I'm in their bubble cause I can't be in my parents' bubble. So I go around, I go around once a week to see this, the family and, and, and this, this puppy that just is just the embodiment of joy and you're right. I mean, there's no, you you know, the idea of a, of a dog with anxiety or anything like that. They do get depressed, actually. If you if you if you um, if you cage them away or you don't give them any love or you're out the 
house. They do get quite sort of down, but yeah. you know, their main purpose in life is just to f- have fun and just to play. And you can, you can learn a, 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 a lot from that, you know? Um, and, and, and so that brings me, me, me along to my, to, put to my next question, because you're talking about going out away from the mind into the heart and, you've uh, you've started this new um venture called the heart space community um can you can you tell us a little bit about that yeah thank you um yeah it's beautiful uh I, I just that that's been my journey as you say like getting out of my head and going into my heart getting out of who i should be and, and leaning into who i who i really am and the two are very different for me like my head told me I had to be this strong, tough, masculine person who's always doing and achieving, succeeding, and getting more. And my, my, I was validated by what I did and how I was, I was looking and, and behaving. And my heart was really different. My heart was this soft, loving, sensitive, kind person who just loved dogs and loved my mum and my, my dad and family and, and wanted to connect deeply with people and wanted to get beneath the surface and, and be present and not live in this fearful space of anxiety and what, what's happened in the past and what's going on in the future and that for me is my, my heart space you know and, and, I, and I, I found that um, my mind still takes tries to take me away you know my mind still talks to me and tells me all the things I'm scared of and don't do this you might fail and you're not good at that and all these things but my heart is just present my heart comes from a place of love, like you said about the dog. It just that's 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 its place. That's its choice. It chooses love above all else. Um, and I think us as, as human beings, we've gone away from that. Um, and so, heart space is all about helping people just to, to return to their heart and find and, and let themselves really be who they are, without any agenda, without any judgment. Just connecting to to, to that space. Um, so every day, there's a safe space for people to share how they're feeling and. To, to be in, a bit introspective, to connect in, in, into a bit deeper um, into who they are and, and what's going on in their inner world. And then we, yeah, we take them on a bit of a journey. So every month there's a theme, personal development theme. So this month it's um, uh, connection. So it's how to facilitate connection, how to allow connection into our lives. Last month was purpose. Before that we had kindness and love and all these different themes that we dive into. We've got a book club that that is immersed in that theme and we do a live video session every Monday where we check in about that space and, and either it's a talk by me or some exercises that we do as a group or whatever it is. But we just go on a bit of a journey that month in that theme and allow people just to settle into their heart and, and to learn to grow into that into that space. Um, and it's beautiful, you know, the sense of connections that I see um, and experience and just the safety of allowing people to share things that they never share in the real world, and just to be the person they are that they don't feel they can be in the real world at the moment. Um, uh, and yeah, it's really special. I didn't know how it will go or, or where it will go, but it just feels feels like a really special space that's not easy to achieve in the real world. That's amazing. So how how do people um, get get involved then? How do they get, get involved in the community? They just go to your... Um website or something yeah exactly as a website so it is what's key to it is that people feel safe in there so i invite people yeah. to to apply um which tommy i think i think i've received your application from was it from you know i was gonna ask you so i've got a receipt i've got say um an acceptance today um and was that you that actually yes. wrote back to me it's so yeah absolutely you, yeah. 
It's you. It is me, yeah. So it, it took a day or so for me to get back because I'm I'm doing everything myself. It is me. But, you know, I, I read your answers and I read everyone's answers and I want to make sure that this, this is someone that's right for the community, you know, that really is kind of um, wants to show up in that space um, uh, because we don't want judgment and we want people to be able to feel safe to say I'm having a shit day or like I love you or uh, whatever vulnerable state it is because sharing joy is just as vulnerable as sharing sharing challenges. Yeah. Um, so we want to, so we vet people in that respect, ask everyone to go through that process. Um, and it's a closed, closed community. So it's just for everyone who's, who's been accepted and, and, um, and yeah, it's just up to people to, to, to use it how they want to. I don't, we don't need to be there every day. They can just come for the videos or they can just come for the check-ins or they can just come for the book club or they can join it all and immerse themselves in all of it. But it's just a space for people to use as and how they need to. Amazing, amazing. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the email now that you got back to me. So I shall be joining you very, very soon. So thank, well, thank you for accepting me, first of all. Oh, thank you for applying, Tommy. It's a pleasure. It's lovely to have You're you. In, Tommy. You're in. Oh. You're in. You're the- in. I'll be watching though, Tommy. You know, no funny business, or you'll be out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so, so you really have been on a journey. It's amazing, and obviously, like we've been watching from afar, like social media and stuff like that. Um, Going back to sort of the beginning, um, the Naked Professors, plural, you and Matt Johnson. Um, how did that all come about, and how was it doing it with Matt? We, I mean, we know Max. We did um, we did an event with him, didn't we? We did uh, the Mental Wealth Festival. So, mm. how did it start, and did you expect it to be as successful as it was? I had no idea, to be honest. But um, it was a beautiful, authentic start, really, in that we we met on a on a flight to Ibiza, and we were there, we have never been on a, a flight before, a plane that's had two seats rather than three. And for whatever <laughs> reason, Matt and I were sat next to each other on these two seats, having never met, met before. But we were on the on the same on the on the same journey to to a wedding to a mutual friend. So there was that common theme. We just sat and we chatted, and we just kind of found this common bond, and um, that was really nice and a quite vulnerable space for us both to find ourselves in because we didn't you know you don't know how people take to, to talking about mental health and this kind of stuff so that kind of um evolved and then we came back and i was just starting a podcast and i wanted to record with with him so i i, I did record with him as a guest of mine and then we just kept t- chatting and he was like i really want to make a, an impact in this space and and i was like well just a bit of a crazy idea but how about we do podcast together and so we did and we came together and then yeah just our first guest was davina mccall which was really beautiful who was a friend of matt's and she was just was, was so empowering to kind of hear uh, this. This was a few years ago now, so it was really yeah. empowering to hear a celebrity talk like that and to be so open. Um, and that was kind of the start of it. We just wanted to share that everyone has has mental health challenges. For whoever you are, that life is not just a constant breeze. We all have difficulties. Um, and then yeah, it just evolved, and it was really it was really beautiful. It was it was great, and I loved sitting in the space with Matt, and and he brought so much humour and lightness, and we just balanced really nicely um but the nature of the world is matt obviously has his own career um, outside of this too and it's very difficult to judge our calendars together and um so it came to a point where for me this is my my career this is everything that i do so it reached a point where um uh, i go off on my own now um uh but matt and i you know i still have so much love and respect for matt he's brilliant and love watching him on his journey and the impact he's making amazing yeah um so you're talking about challenging. What what um what do you think the biggest challenges uh you know um 
post pandemic for 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 people's mental health and 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 for men in particular what 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 can we uh learn from from this 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 sort of crisis that we've had and and, go, and going into the future i know it's a big question uh i know it's it's but it's it's one I'm, I'm i'm you know we're asking all of our guests now because obviously it's such a massive shake up that we've had you know i mean i mean what have you from talking to your community, you know, what, 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 what trends have you been seeing and, and what do you think is, is, is a good sort of roadmap ahead? Um, I'm going to ask this a little unconventionally actually, but it's what, what feels right. I, I think that the, the mental health challenges for men are exactly the same as they were before. We already had a, a pandemic of, of, of mental health crisis before mm. this. Um, you know, we look at the suicide rates and, and, if anything, this has probably, I don't know, probably enhanced it, I presume, because of the, the additional challenges on top of what was already there. But the, the, for me, um, whilst things are obviously, you know, there's financial challenges, there's loneliness, there's, there's all that stuff. Mm. The, the big stuff that, that, that needs to be addressed full stop for me is, is this um, Learning to, I mean, I feel like a cliche that I'm going back to the same thing, but for men, we need to, to learn to, to reconnect with who, for our, with our human side and not to go all in on what we consider to be the masculine energy. Um, because things like love and connection are what we are innately wired for as human beings, not as men or women, but it's just we've subconsciously been taught as men that we are not um, meant to be sort of soft and loving and emotional. And we've buried that and we buried it so deeply that I think we've, that that's who we think we are now because we're so used to it and the truth is we're not and i've seen it so many times with sort of tough alpha stoic men come into re um, re retreats or, or workshops with their guards up and being the man that they're used to and then just providing a space where they can actually soften they can actually explore a different side to them and you know a few days into these experiences you're seeing a different person and i just i i'm convinced that that it's within every man however tough they present and i'm not saying don't be tough by the way go and be tough all you want but what i'm saying is let's not deny that we have hearts we have love we have softness we have sensitivity and to allow that in we need to go beyond our toughness we need to let ourselves be seen we need to acknowledge that that there is pain we need to acknowledge that there is emotion there are emotions and to allow them in to tune into how they feel to listen to what they're teaching us um, to listen to what they're really seeking and, and stop drowning that with with escapes that give us quick fixes mm. and and this is kind of a societal problem for me um uh, we need to return back to our to our human instincts of who we really are at our heart um until we do that we're always i, I say that we're going we're, we're trying to scratch an itch that you know we've got an itch on our on our shoulder and we're reaching our knee wondering why the itch isn't going because we're not returning to, to love and connection we're not allowing ourselves to to, to go there and we're plastering over the cracks with all the stuff that feels good in that moment. But what about the depth of what we really crave underneath all that? So that for me is the ongoing challenge. Yeah. Okay. I guess you're right. I mean, we're the same because oh there's no, there's, there's no phrase I hate more than that. The phrase, the new normal, you know, because there's so many levels of reasons why I don't like that phrase. Uh, if not only for the fact that it's, it's, been used so many bloody times um but you're right we're the same human beings that we that we've always been and we and, and we have the same 
problems that that we've always had you know enough that nothing is going to change that i guess what's happened is um we've had a shake-up and the mental shake-ups that we've had have been sort of situational uh and they 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 just they're just exacerbating what's always been inside us you know so if we're um unhappy people for, for whatever reason uh being stuck inside and and being forced to look into ourselves we can see that unhappiness sort of even clearer and and i guess um yeah i guess i can really relate to what you're saying you know nothing nothing really it has changed i guess and and um, we we need to work on the same stuff that we've always needed to work on yeah but you're right it, i think it has been exacerbated because there is no escape right now is there you know normally and whether that's perhaps could be a, a really good thing for some people because they can't escape and perhaps they are now having to to, to dig in and to front up to, to what's inside and perhaps this has been a chance to 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 learn and, and because all of this is inside the answer I mean that's a cliche again but the answers are within us all you know um, and I know it's another cliche <laughs> it's not manly and, and I don't know how men will react to this but you know love is the answer and I, and I can yeah. tell that probably a lot of a lot of men that would be triggering or just won't make sense to it's like ugh, it's just a cliche but and i thought it was a cliche and it's like it's nonsense for ages but but love is the answer but we're just not taught to love in fact we're mm. taught the opposite i think we're taught to, to go seeking for, for for short quick wins which come yeah. at the expense of love yeah. um so yeah well, that that for me is the key still yeah, I mean, I mean, love, love is is uh, it's funny because people when you, people say, "Oh, love's the answer," you, you think that you know, manly men might think, "Oh, yeah, what you mean?" Sort of, you know, loving your missus or 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 oh, lovey dovey. But love is 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 pure energy, isn't it? That's what love is. It, um, in, in essence, it's it's the sort of purest of energy and the most sort of lo- beautiful energy that you can ever have. And if you can tap into that, that, that is what love is really, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not an objective thing that we can specifically define of it. You're right. I think it's an energy. I think there are a lot of things that, that fall within that, you know, compassion, empathy, curiosity. Um, I mean, all those kind of, there's so many words that I could, could list, but the, all of that is love for me. Um, and it's a beautiful energy to operate from. You know, I, I love the analogy that I can't remember where I read it, but someone said that if you if you're holding a cup of tea and someone pokes you, then then tea spills out. You know, and if if you're holding a cup of water and someone pokes you, then water falls out of the cup. And you can see that in people. Um, you know, when they're when they're prodded, what what comes out of them? And that's the energy that they're living with inside of them. That's that's what they're operating with. So. I, I want to make love that the energy that I operate from because love feels good. Love is a beautiful thing. It's light. It's compassionate. It's kind. It's empathetic. It's curious. It's just so many wonderful words that are just healthy that give you hope. It's presence, and I would. That's what I want to want to live from. I don't want to live from a place of anger and um, need and greed and chasing and all this stuff that creates a different feeling within it's an, it's an incompleteness um so yeah it's, for me it's tr- trying to choose the energy that you want to operate from if it if it is love you've got to you've got to try and do some work to allow how can i let love in more how can i be more loving 
which feels unmanly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what though? Um, so many things of what you're saying, I think a lot of the fellas are going to relate to it because when you talk about quick fixes and stuff like that, I mean, I was guilty of all of that, you know, sex, drugs, you know, drinking, anything to kind of make me feel like how I thought I should feel. Um, and it wasn't until children came along and all of a sudden had stopped the reckless behavior that, you know, I got more in tune with my feelings and I guess my authentic purpose, if you like. But not all, I mean, not all gents are going to be thrust into position of like having children and stuff like that. How do we encourage men as a whole to get more in touch with their purpose? Like if you would have like a tip or a suggestion, what would you say to men, you know, that might be struggling with this? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point, and it and it actually interesting. It goes all the way back to my to, to the the duck, Mister Duck. You know, I, I, when I'm sharing those images with that, sure, it's an expression for me, and it's trying to sort of make a bit of a point, but it's putting off the average man who's like looking at it, going, "Why the hell should I listen to this bloke who's showing a picture of the teddy? It's not relatable. It's not speaking their language. Hence, why I say I want to step more into my warrior space, because um." Fundamentally, you can't change someone who doesn't want to change or isn't, isn't, isn't willing yeah. just to, to go on the journey themselves. But what we can do is embody the work and, and let them see that it, it brings us a better life. It brings us things that they would love to have in their lives, you know, deeper connections, more meaningful relationships. I think we all seek that underneath it all. We'd all. We all seek, really, like we want to have great relationships. So can we represent that? Can we show that? And people go, how can you... How do you love your wife so much? How do you have that much love for uh, for, your, for your family? And, and how can you be so joyful around all these people? Um, and it's it's that showing them, embodying, embodying what it what it's about, because you can't preach to someone. You can't say, listen, I know your problem. You haven't got enough love inside of you. Mm. They'll be like, do me a favor. I'm, I'm all right, thanks. Because I, I would have done but I, I did it all the time. So it's just bit by bit hopefully there are more people stepping up and you know it's great that we've got people like the rock who talk about their emotions share real love you know real softness alongside the obviously the the, 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 the macho side um because yeah. hopefully people can see that they can be they don't have to play one role of, of the man that they are they can allow themselves to express all of who they are amazing amazing actually it's funny you used to say the rock because um I did um, a mental health talk in a school here in Estonia and actually used The Rock as one of the um, examples of, uh, you know, the, the stereotypical strong man, muscles and whatnot, action hero. And actually he talks about his battle with depression quite openly, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. yeah. It's, absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've got in my, in my head for some reason, when we were talking about, uh, you know, defining what love is i've got that song by foreigner you know i want to know what love is yeah hang on i've just got <laughs> got that in my head because uh mark ronson who is uh the sing mick jones um the singer of foreigners stepson was saying that he wrote that song about his mum um and so all week i've had that song i want to know what love is in my head i've just thought i'd share that with you fellas um yeah. A little bit off topic. No, I love it. I'm going to have to listen to that after, isn't it? I want to know what love is. And then it doesn't he say, I want you to show me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, is yeah. Great. that, yeah. that could be your, 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 your walk on music, Ben. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could be. Thank you. Yeah. Good idea, actually. Maybe I'll try and learn to sing it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. That you got that one for free there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so we're coming near to the end. Um, what we like to ask our our guests um, that work in the sort of mental health field is um, a top tip. Just something. Just something that the listener can sort of try or or or, or you know um, think about that might help them a little bit, especially during these trying times. So yeah, and anything. Any little nugget of information you can give us at all? Um, hmm. what, what would I say right now? Um, I would say a beautiful thing you can do is to have a think of someone who you can really trust, you really feel safe with, someone you think sort of really gets you, and just see if you can have a different kind of conversation with them. Um, go a little bit beneath the surface, uh, asking how, ask them how they're really feeling. Um, and allow yourself to share how you're really feeling. Um, go a little bit under the surface and just try having a deeper conversation than perhaps is normal. Um, it's got to be with someone you feel safe with. It's not going to judge you. It's not going to laugh at you or, or take the piss or whatever it is. And just just facilitate that conversation. And just I see this this stuff as like a muscle, and that if you use it, it, it gets stronger. And we need to get better at. And more comfortable at having conversations that matter, um, that, that that allow us to experience connection with others. Um, so, yeah, just invite the possibility of exploring a, perhaps a deeper conversation. Um, how you're feeling, what's going on in your life, really? What are your challenges? What are your pains right now? What's going on? And be honest. You know, just just be honest. Know that your emotions are temporary. They don't define you. They can come and go, um, and, and explore. And see what see what it feels like. Fantastic, love it. Nice. Now, now I'm going to spring this one on Tommy li- live on air. Except it's not live on air; it's a podcast that's recorded, and we can edit it <laughs> back at any time. I, but anyway, I always get nervous when you uh, have these ideas that you spring on me. I always get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> always something ridiculous or looking ridiculous. Well, we'll try this, okay? Right. Yeah, so, so inspired by Ben's, um, you know, uh, naked in front of the sort of um, okay, no, ama- I'm amazing, no. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, <laughs> amazing landmarks. Um, you know, just to, to to show the 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 stripped soul down to the, to the basics. I thought we could try and replicate uh, one of his photos ourselves. I mean, we've Ooh. got snow here, so I mean, it's going to be quite difficult. In London, with you know, I'm in South East London with a lot of neighbours. But how about we try and replicate one of uh, Ben's uh, photos and then st- stick it on outside? Well, at least we'll get some interest on the. Yeah, I love it. Oh, amazing! That's a challenge for Tommy. Hey, I'm I'm a dad. I've got a dad bod. I can't be out there naked. <laughs> Listen, it's not about what you look like, Tommy. It's not about what you look like. About vulnerability, you know? being open and vulnerable. That's it. That's it. My my one tip, if you are going to do this, is is <laughs> put a <laughs> sock on, <laughs> put a sock on at the, at the front, just in case you know there's an unexpected visitor walking around the corner or something, and you can save a bit of dignity. Is that a bit of a behind the scenes scoop there, Ben? That's what you do. It, it is. Yeah. It like is. Chili peppers. Sorry. Like the red hot chili peppers. Is that what they do? Oh, yeah. yeah, socks and the cocks. Oh, there you go then. Yeah, socks on cocks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's my tip. That's my top tip for getting naked photos. 
Okay. Um, okay. So Ben, I guess we'll do this, and uh, we'll, we'll tag you in the picture. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, he says. <laughs> I just don't need to see the behind the scenes shots, all right? Just, you know, keep it real. Oh, junk in the trunk. Junk in the trunk. Um, I look forward to this. I'm excited. Are you going um, to, have you both got photographers who are willing to go there with you or are you going to have to get a, set up a, uh, a timer? I'm I'm gonna have to do I'm gonna have to do the timer, but I'm 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 used to it, you know. Um, I I work in I'm a I'm a cameraman. Um, I'm a video cameraman, but um, you know, I I can I can do the sort of timers and things like that. I mean, I am worried about neighbours and stuff. Um, but if I do if I do it quickly, if I do it quickly, then I mean, it's bloody cold out there. It's it's you know, it's minus one. Um, You're making excuses already. It's cold out there. It's cold out there. <laughs> <laughs> I usually say that when uh, I've been for a swim in the sea naked and, and someone sees the front part of me, I'll say, oh, it's very cold. It's very cold. <laughs> I think we all do, Andy. You're not on your own there either. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Um, yeah, we, well, don't want, we don't want anyone to get arrested. I should say that, you know. It's, it's um, <laughs> just make sure you we're not causing offence. No. No, no, no. Well, socks on cocks, socks on cocks. Yeah, um, cocks. Advice. Thank you for the advice, Ben. We'll, we'll do yeah. that. We'll do that. That's important advice, I think. <laughs> oh, mate. It's been amazing to have you on. It really has. Thank you so, so much. Um, just before we go, uh, let, let us know again, website and um, where we can get onto the heart space. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank and thank you for having me. But part of this, I love just having a normal conversation. You know, this felt like just you know we're sitting around having a chat, and and it, hopefully it can be accessible um, and relatable. Hopefully, I didn't go over the top and 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 kill it with talking about photos of me and my teddy already. Um, but um, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's the Naked Professor. Um, still for now, my website I've changed to to benbidwell.com, um, and you can find everything about HeartSpace on benbidwell.com as well. Um, so yeah I'm just really grateful thank you for, for bringing the conversation alive and for the work that you do and hopefully we can just you know make it normal people can men and women we can all have just these conversations and it's okay you know 100% excellent right cheers then Ben well that has been man up for for another week hope you enjoyed that stay in touch uh, with us and we'll speak to you soon bye 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 bye